Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief. Of course, Larson, what is in the news? WWE had their uh, financial call for Q1, quarter one, 2020. And surprise, surprise, they made a ton of money, Steve. Oh, I figured that they'd be... shocking development. I figured that they would be like losing money hand and fist because they just released a bunch of people. So that's... Well, to be fair, Q1 is January to March. Doesn't include April, obviously. Ah. Although they had some metrics for Mania. Um, in terms of viewership. Nonetheless, let's get into the highlights, the details, uh, courtesy of their press release. We'll have some notes later on about uh, uh, what was uh, brought up from the actual conference call itself. First things first, though, revenue revenues increased 60%. Wow. Up to $291 million as compared to the prior year quarter, uh, according to WB, primarily due to increased monetization of content in the media segment, which was partially offset by a reduction in live event ticket revenue and lower merchandise sales. Operating income was $53.3 million as compared to $6.8 million Q1 last year. Again, uh, driven by increased revenues in media segment, partially offset by increased in fixed costs, uh, particularly to support content, uh, creation of content. Okay, none adjusted. of that makes sense. I don't know what any of that stuff is. I don't know. I'm just reading. This is off the press. I'm just reading it off. Okay, it sounds so like what's, of, what's the sounds main, like a lot of money. The main reason they're, I mean, look, the main reason they're making a lot of money is because this is the first time the TV deal's kicking in. Is that right? Uh, I believe actually Q4 last year accounted for the TV deals. And one of the things that came from this is like uh, the actual money they got from uh, the new TV deals last year, uh, Q4 as opposed to Q1 this year. I guess it was down slightly, mm-hmm. slightly. Okay. Uh, but it's still huge. I mean, they said in here that, uh, where did I see this? 90 revenues increased 90 revenues increased 90% to uh, 156.6 million from 135.4 the year prior quarter, primarily due to the escalation of domestic right fees uh, for Raw and SmackDown, um, and favorable timing of the company's large-scale international event, Super Showdown. Super Showdown. Um, net income is up, or was 26.2. Um, operating income was uh, 53.3, as opposed to a loss of 6.8 million in Q1 last year. Um, pretty much across the board, up, up, up. However, there's some uh, a couple downturns there to be expected. Live events uh, revenues for, uh, were down uh, set to 17.5 and 26.2 in 
same quarter last year, running fewer events, uh, consumer products, less merch, licensing, uh, so on and so forth, also down about $4 million. Uh, network subscriber base uh, holding steady roughly about one4 uh, they said that's consistent with company guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, of course, with the release of this information, uh, there is also a corresponding conference call. Mm-hmm. We have some notes from that, courtesy of Ryan Satin, Sean Ross Sapp, Tom Callahu on their respective Twitters, uh, recapping the whole thing. Steve, do you want to go through these bullet points, please? Yeah, sure. So Vince was answering some questions here. Uh, uh, he said that if WWE loses its essential services label in Florida, uh, Tom Collar, who noted, he said this confidently uh, and without hesitation. WWE has some backup plans with Vince noting that specifically a number of states would welcome us. Um, this is cool. We plan on getting more mini movies going forward. So that's neat. Uh, WWE is still looking to sell pay-per-view rights, but can't say when because pandemic. That was a lot of the. A lot of the sort of questions about, hey, you remember how like before Mania, a lot, I mean, a lot of it is just colored by the pandemic stuff, because a lot mm-hmm. of unknowns because of pandemic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vince says he's not sure if WWE will be in the live event business like they were before pandemic, uh, assumes it will be a while before fans will want to go to a venue for a show. Uh, Vince did mention that WWE has holds on buildings, but won't commit to when they may return to the road. There is zero chance that he can say when that's going to happen. We all know that. Uh, uh, one other note I didn't I didn't put on here is that uh, confirmed no new uh, WB game from 2K Games this year. Canceled. Not no surprising. No 2K21. So Not give it happened. up to uh, Lee... J- Justin Just, Leeper? Justin Leeper? Justin Leeper. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, anyways, not surprising. And after hours trading, after the stock market closed, WWE stock went up, trading at $43.40 as of three minutes ago, uh, which was when we're, we started filming this. Yeah, that was after hours trading, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so, not surprising. You know, once, once we, now that we see all the financials for Q1, granted Q1, that only leads them up to March, I, I think even more people are be scratching their heads as to why they made all the cuts that they did. Um, granted, uh, the financials for Q2 might not be as good as Q1, considering for the vast majority of the first quarter of this year, they were still running live events. So the thing about live revenue, though, is that it takes up such a small amount of their, it's like the smallest piece of, of, of profitability pie, if you will, that I wonder if it's even going to make much of a dent in like next quarter. Like, are we going to see much of a difference in their, in their, in quarter two, even though it's like freaking pandemic city right now? Like live events really isn't that much of their of their pie, you know. Yeah, it's not a huge thing, and also they'll the whatever losses they might have received from live event re- revenue will probably be offset at least somewhat because they're not uh, putting forth money to put on the live shows. Yeah, so that expense will be off the books too. But you know, you know they should do knows? they should learn from this and just uh, start running shows from Universal Orlando. They don't have to pay anything to be there. Impact did it for years, didn't pay a dime. Yeah, I have no idea start, if any of that's true. They got to start going around recruiting people who are just going to the park to watch, like Waterworld, to come in and watch their show then, too. Yeah, sure. That's what Impact or TNA had to do at a certain point. It's like how they did it probably back in the Carney days, you know? It's like, oh, you're here at the fair? Come see this live bout. Who wants to come over see and see a live bout? <laughs> Two know. men hepped up on cocaine. I don't know, man. But it's, it's you know, all these financial numbers aren't going to do much to to improve the public relations aspect of, of the cuts they did. It's just not. I don't care about that. I tell the public what they like. 
Anyways, yeah, the two K twenty one not being a thing, not surprising. But uh, I wonder if like internally two K would say because two K, yeah, who knows? I don't know. Well, I mean, it's probably a, it might be one of two things. I, I, I'm guessing it might be more the second reason than the first one. The first one is like the last game was horribly received. Um, and then there was some turmoil amongst the development team about, you know, uh, during the course of the, the creation of that game. Yeah. Secondly, with pandemic going on, uh, how many man hours can actually be dedicated to producing a new title? Probably not a whole. I'm guessing that's more the reason than the reception of, of the last title. Yeah, you're probably right. Although the the video that that Justin Leeper guy put out, he had said that before pandemic, his description of it was medium speed ahead, that they were still actively working on it, but it wasn't as if it was a definite urgent thing. And as late as December, it was like, I think he said it was December. It was like a 50-50 proposition Mm -hmm. that they would do another one, um, you know, for 2K21. So, uh, but yeah, you, this just seems like the perfect storm to just, Hey, stop. And, yeah. uh, you know, focus another time. Yep. Uh, this is great. Uh, so triple H apparently, uh, was on, not apparently he was, was on after the bell with Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's a big fan of the two day WrestleMania Larson. Yeah, man. And he, he had this to say, I think it was much more enjoyable than the eight hour extravaganza. At some point, that's probably what it should be. It's become so big. It started out as a concert that ended up as a festival. It's this week-long festival. That big main stage attraction needs to be those two nights. Needs to be those two nights. That's probably a change that. Out of chaos comes the genius. And maybe that's the genius of it. People, hey, it's like us losing office. It's out of the chaos comes the genius, Larson. I guess so. He says people have been saying it for a period of time, but it's a major shift and it doesn't come easy. I mean, some of the metrics they released for this year's mania was, you know, like it was one of the most viewed manias, is my understanding, ever. Yeah, so okay, t- you didn't. I didn't see those in the notes. Uh, do you remember any of those? You, you mentioned. I mean, the I mean granted, they kind of lump a lot of the the metrics in together. Uh, one of the things that came out, I guess, there was nine hundred sixty-seven million views across digital and social platforms WrestleMania week. So I don't know how many of those are are, are uh, network versus YouTube versus various social platforms. Apparently, just like the gross number was up twenty percent from last year. I mean, it seems like for some reason or another, it was a it was a success. Mm-hmm. Um, whether because of the two day thing, there's curiosity factor um, in relation to the presentation this year. Um, but you know, Triple H seems to be of the opinion that two days is the way to go going forward. I'm a big um, fan of two days, also, man. I think it's just for us specifically, it's much more manageable. Frankly, it was more profitable. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. For people who might be able to not make it on one day, they can make it on the other day. Um, you know, we get two reviews up, but just in, in just in general as a fan, ingesting it, um, man, I thought it was great. I thought it was really yeah, it cool. Was fun. Two two four hour shows is, is better than one, you know, eight hour uh, battle of attrition. Yeah, um, man, it's just it's too much. It's too much. One straight shot of eight hours. It's just it's way mm-hmm. too much. It is. It is too much. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, they already announced whether it happens or not. Mania 37 next year, I believe, for a single day in Los Angeles. Um, they'd have to, you know, completely reconfigure how they approach Mania Week with SmackDown, TakeOver. Uh, uh, you know, usually TakeOvers happen Saturday before, but they can't push it to Friday because that's SmackDown. Um, so a lot would have to be changed. 
to accommodate the extra day. Who knows they, they'd want to do that, but uh, I mean, if anybody's going to be pushing for it, it seems like Triple H might be that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder, I mean, I you, yeah, you never know. You might wonder how much of it is, well, we had to do this, so I'm just going to say it was great. Because he is still a very company, uh, very much a company guy, but he's also oh, yes. usually he usually tells it like it is. I mean, if mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked it a lot. I mean, look, getting rid of a takeover really isn't that big of a deal. We saw the NXT title defend the NXT women's title defended at WrestleMania. Um, they've experimented with takeovers on their own weekends. Um, oh yeah, I'd be it'd be totally cool if they did a takeover, a separate takeover on its own weekend and mm-hmm. have. At least the 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 two major NXT titles defend at WrestleMania. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think that'd be great. You know, uh, and then eventually, twenty years from now, we'll be at two eight hour WrestleMania days. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's how it goes. Each brand gets their whole day of WrestleMania. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, so we're going for three now. Um, so yeah, that's how it works. WrestleMania. Welcome to WrestleMania Monday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for the news brief. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.